Radio Action Theater presents Child of the Sun. Hernando de Soto landed with his army at Tampa Bay in the year 1539. He was already a man of enormous wealth, having shared in the booty of Central America and more especially in the treasure of the Incas in Peru. But like many a man before and after, de Soto wanted more. Fortunately for the Spaniards, soon after they landed, they discovered the survivor of a previous expedition lost in La Florida 11 years before. The survivor, Juan Ortiz, had lived with the Indians and was fluent in their language. He would serve the new expedition as translator and guide. But Ortiz could speak only a single language, the one spoken in the Florida Peninsula. De Soto would travel thousands of miles, meeting with people whose languages Ortiz could not understand. How would the Spaniards explain to these people that the faith and culture of the Europeans was superior to all others, and that the Indians had no choice but to submit? Episode 2 of Child of the Sun. Nowhere to be found. The story of the toils and hardships attending Don Hernando de Soto in the conquest of Florida, who he was and who the others were with him, all that they saw and what befell them. The invaders have come off their vessels. We have consulted the shaman. This time we will not fight. Uchita. How can you choose peace after what these same devils did to you and your family? No! We will hide in the swamps. No one is to give them food or show them the way on pain of death. With nothing to eat, they'll die as the others did. On the 15th of July, 1539, an advanced contingent of the army prepared to move into the interior from the Bay of Espiritu Santo. The horses, brought from Cuba, were ready. The footmen, prepared. The dogs, trained for war, each worth a dozen men. Pigs, brought from Cuba to breed and provide meat along the way. Among the Indians, only the chief of Mucoso had showed us hospitality. The rest, treated cruelly by the Spaniard Panfilo de Narvaez 11 years before, were nowhere to be seen. Don Hernando, it's water as far as I can see in this direction. Then try another way. The Indian's misleading us. Bring him to me. The men are suffering. The heat. The mosquitoes. I know how they are suffering, Captain Añasco. Now, bring the Indian to me. Don Hernando, the provisions are they... already running low. Yes. We'll forage as soon as we find our way through this swamp. You, guide. You, come here. What is your name? What is your name? Your chief Mukoso has told you to guide us through this swamp. 
All right. You, you there. Tell your friend, if he does not lead us to dry land, he will die. Chahona chichi hoye luka, otemoe chayana chuhikwele. Anyasko, show him your sword. They're doing to us what they did to Narvaez. I lead, I, I lead you. You trick us. You trick us, you'll both be thrown to the dogs. You understand? We'll release you and your people when we pass through this swamp. Governando, three Indians up ahead. Yes, I see them. They're afraid of the horses. Dismount. Juan Ortiz, ask them, where is their chief? Chitaco, Holataye. Holata, Holata Namapola. He says he pays great homage to you and your powers. But the chief is unwell and cannot come. Mm. Ask them if they know of any country where gold and silver may be found. Chauti hierewo makwa. Okay, uti hawarem penola. Uti Toward the sunset, there is a province called Kale. There is so much gold there when they make war. They wear gold on their heads. <laughs> Let the soldiers hear it! Put them in chains. Tell them they'll be released when their chief comes forward. Then I will tell them why we are here. Don Hernando, the Indians lied to us. The village of Talib is deserted. The men have found no gold, none, and no food. They are taunting us. Luis, take a party of men and capture any Indians you find. Juan Ortiz, you go as well. Use any means necessary to discover where there is food. And Luis, make them tell us. Where are the chiefs who are defying us? Don Hernando... We cannot make war on these Indians until we have read them the requerimiento. And if they don't show their faces, would to God these Lords of Council could see what it is to deal with these savages. Take the three Indians who lied to us. Burn them. Did you hear me? Burn them, Gallegos. To be carried out immediately. As you wish, Don Hernando. Ha! Pandanesco. See that the men are told. Our advanced scouts have found gold. Don Hernando, we've heard nothing from the scouts. Damn it, Juan! If you weren't my youngest captain, I'd consider your remark an act of defiance. I am in command here. Yes, Don Hernando. We are in danger, my friend. These Indians are against us, perhaps planning an attack at this very moment. With their numbers, they could wipe us out unless we remain on our guard. Do you understand that? Yes, sir. Whatever it takes, the men must be kept ready to take up arms at any moment. Unless you're ready to die. Never 
good to see your own country again. I understand, Don Hernando. Good. I'll tell the men. There is gold ahead. Don Hernando! Oh! I found maize. Some of it ripe. Cross yourself, Baltasar. It's from God. Cut it down and see it gets to the men. Not here. This corn is not ripe. Where are your weapons? I told you. What was that? Damn you, your weapons! Just, just get in the cornfield. Get in there. They're behind us. No, no, no. Over there. chief of the Indians we captured has come to us. He wants us to let them go. Bring him here. I... I'm sorry for questioning you. What happened today proves you're right. There is danger on every side. Very well, Juan. You have much to learn about fighting the Indian. You'll see. Yes, sir. Now bring the chief to me. Yes, sir. Let him speak. He says his name is Kaliken. He welcomes us and wants to know how he can serve you. He says if we free his people, he'll give us a guide as well as provisions. Tell the chief we come in peace. And thank him for his offer, a guide and provisions. But we also have armor and weapons. We need bears to carry them. Nukutu tele ateka ma inokwa honoka. Juan Ortiz, ask him again if he will provide us with bears. Chiniya rute leye. Chano, canola. He says he will. He's given us no reason to trust him. All right, Juan. Tell him we'll let the prisoners go. But the chief will stay with us until he's delivered what he's promised. Men, watch him closely. The party moved onward, taking with us the chief named Kalikan, waiting for him to make good his word. The white chiefs were misguided, thinking all Indians in all lands were one and the same. And in all lands, the word went out. The white army is moving forward.
What do they want? The flutes are a token of peace. They say a kinsman of their chief is ready to do a service in the town of Usakil if we will let their chieftain free. Tell them their lord Galikan is not our prisoner but our guest, and he'll stay with us till we reach this town they speak of, that we are starving and need food, that it's their duty to help us. All right, let's go, and keep your arms ready! In the afternoon of the 15th of September, 1539, the advance party led by Don Hernando reached the town of Napituca. Search the houses. Bring anyone you find. Don Hernando! What is it, man? I have heard some men talking. They didn't know I, I knew their language. Speak! There's a few, few waiting for us on the far side of the village, but, but it's a trap. In the woods, there, 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 there are hundreds waiting to attack. We're outnumbered by three, Gallegos, four, maybe five. Pass the word for an attack. Don Hernando, we're only 50 horsemen and fewer on foot. The rest are too far behind. Ride out, as if we were going back the way we came. Then circle behind them. It's too dangerous for you. I'll give you enough time to take positions. Then I'll take a small party and the chief to meet their leaders. When you hear the signal, attack. Pass the word. We've no time to waste. Ha! Juan Ortiz, yes, yes. tell the cacique I intend to release him. And calm yourself. We're in for a fight. Men, when I give the signal, bring your crossbows to the ready and shoot at will. Is this far enough? People of Napituca! Napituca, Anoma! I have told you my desire to come in peace. I wish only food and assistance in crossing your land. I do not wish to harm your chief. Take off his chains. Keep him here. Here is your chief! In the trees, they're coming. They won't shoot as long as he's with us. Get ready. Give the signal! Put men! Forward! Hernando, 40 of the Indians are dead. The rest escaped into the ponds. Surround them. The cold will force them to come out. We'll wait. By four o'clock in the morning, all had surrendered, except 12, who preferred to die rather than yield. Luis, bring the leaders. I'll give them the requerimiento and see what they have to say. Ah, a waste of time. But required by law. Now go. Let anyone who wishes to speak come forward. Hacha, hewamakwa, hewache. You have fought well. 
But you might as well know, you cannot defeat us. Tell them when. Chi pera mowila tera, canola yachiniwi, quitele. We have steel and horses. Aki tila nekoreni humichu. Tobar, bring the dogs. These animals are trained to attack and dismember our enemies. Okehono, soya, rirema. We will use such horrible weapons only if you force us to. If you agree to be peaceful and submit to our authority, we will leave you in peace. But you must obey me and swear fealty to our king. Chihuriku, chate, holatawi, yoma. Okeisino. Niyama chichikotin mini. What does he say? He says he has sent messages to all Indians, urging them to have nothing to do with us, that we are devils. Mm. Tell him, because I am not a devil, I will strike his chains. Gallegos, unloose them. When the one who had attempted to strangle Don Hernando was struck down, the other prisoners, 300 strong, rose together, each fighting with any weapon he could find. A warrior with blade in hand in the public yard of the town fought like a bull until the halberdiers put an end to him. Another took up a lance and defended the entrance of a maze crib with the uproar of 10 men until he was cut down with a battle axe. 200 men were subdued. The youngest were given as slaves to whomever had the strongest chains. The rest were ordered to execution. Bound to a post in the middle of the town yard, they were shot to death with arrows by slaves brought up from Paracossi. On Monday, the 26th of October, De Soto arrived at Anayaka Apalache, where the lord of all that country and province resided. Again, the Indians were nowhere to be seen. Whoa! What is it? Is it an anvil? The skulls of horses. And Fidon Narvaez. He was here. They left the horses and set out to see what was left of them. Starving, eating their own dead. They're all dead now. Spiritu Santo, Amen. Now back to camp. Move. Don Hernando, an Indian boy. They call him Pedro. He says he knows of a chiefdom to the north, ruled by a woman. He thinks they have gold and silver there. A boy? Ortiz thinks the boy is telling the truth. We've had him talk to this man here. He worked in the gold mines in New Spain. Hmm. I don't know. He, he said he'd, he's seen them taking the gold from the earth, melting, refining ever what you want, like it's done in Peru and in New Spain. These... Indians in the woman country, they have their own minds. Or else the devil told them what to say, to lead us into a trap. 
We'll see if he's worthy of this trust you give him, Baltasar. Don Hernando wants to turn north away from the sea, then meet up with the ships back at the coast next year. Ha! And how will we survive that year with the Indians shooting us down one by one? So what do you want to do about it? You signed up. There's not enough of us. 600 not enough? We've got steel and guns. They'll kill us before we have a chance to use them. It's their country. They know where to hide. Look, you two. This translator Ortiz, he found some Indians weren't so bad. The devil take them. Up till now, the sea had always been less than a day's march away. Now, the army was being drawn into the interior, following a rumor of gold, and hoping the boy could lead us to the place he described. But soon, the country became more and more a wilderness, populated only by animals who, like the Indians, kept their distance. What does this man say? He asks, who are we? What do we want? Where are we going? Tell him, I am the child of the sun, but I am going about the country seeking the greatest prince and the richest province. The few Indians met along the way claimed to know nothing. Those who lied to us were dealt with severely. The Christians had no skill at hunting wild animals. Craving meat, when they arrived at a town and found 20 or 30 dogs, the dogs were soon eaten. Near starvation, with no trail, drenched with continuous rain, and without sign of habitation anywhere, the men called on God himself for mercy. I told you not to say that again! Dig, make me! Castilians, stop this fighting! Stop it! No more of this! There's nothing to eat! What are we doing here? It's for nothing! If any one of you speaks again, I will use this sword. We are here in the service of the king to exert his dominion over this land, to convert the heathen to our faith. Anyone who rebels against Don Hernando will die. Don Hernando came back from Peru, one of the richest men in Spain. That was because he did not turn back. For this flag, for our king, for God, and for Castile. For king, for God, and for Castile. Say it, say it! For king, for God, and for Castile. Again! For king, for God, and for Castile. Don Hernando, the boy Pedro, he's frothing at the mouth. The other Indians say he's possessed by a demon. Uh, he's a devil, all right, leading us astray. He's lost his way. Now he's afraid of what we'll do. He's got one more week, that's all, to find this place he's told us about. Let him see the priests. 
And have Ortiz tell the boy, if the priests can't get rid of this demon, the dogs will. On the first day of May, in the year 1540, we arrived on the banks of a deep river. On the opposite side, the large town of Cofitacheki, as the boy Pedro had described. Directly, we saw a woman, borne aloft by four men on the opposite shore. Entering a large canoe, she lay upon cushions beneath an awning and was accompanied by her chief men in other canoes. As she reached the bank, she gracefully took a string of magnificent pearls from around her neck and held them out to Don Hernando. Finally, we had been received in peace. De Soto's first winter campsite in the Indian town of Apalachee has been discovered in present-day Tallahassee in northern Florida. From there, the exact route of the conquistador has been a matter of some controversy. After 450 years, there is little to tell us exactly where he went or what happened to the Indians unfortunate enough to be in his path. But one thing is certain. The Tamukuan people, once the inhabitants of the Florida Peninsula, would not long survive. To the very last man, woman, and child, the Tamukuans would disappear forever from the face of the earth. This is Eli Wallach. Join me next time for another episode of Child of the Sun. Child of the Sun, a drama in five episodes, was produced and directed by Robert Clem and adapted from the true relation of the Portuguese gentleman of Elvas, published in 1557. Music score composed and performed by Donald Stark. Script by Robert Clem. Sound effects by Arthur Miller. In the cast were Roger Preto, Arturo Castillo, Emilio Del Pozo, Francisco Rivella, Mateo Gomez, Paul D'Amato, Juan Aguero, Adriano Gonzalez, Blanca Camacho, Ron Hale, Raul Breton, and George Lee Andrews. The program was recorded at West Tracks Recording Studios in New York City by Jesse Plumley, and mixed at the studios of South Carolina Educational Radio by Bill Sexton. For portions of the program recorded in Native American languages, special thanks to Greg Keyes, to Robert Bushyhead and Gene Blanton of the North Carolina Cherokees, and to the Choctaw people of Conahata, Mississippi. Funding for this series was provided by the Florida Humanities Council, the Arkansas Humanities Council, the North Carolina Humanities Council, the Mississippi Humanities Council, the New Jersey Committee for the Humanities, the South Carolina Humanities Council, and the Program for Cultural Cooperation between Spain's Ministry of Culture and U.S. Universities. The series is a production of Radio Action Theater and the Foundation for New Media.